Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Today, as promised, I've got your Mike Bianco interview. The audio quality was much, much better, although you're going to have to listen to Richard Cross, which will ruin your day, but that's okay. I am wait- I'm going to say that every time until he says something to me. That's kind of my goal here. I'm waiting to find out how long I can keep that up until he actually says something to me uh, about that. <laughs> anyway, but no, it's really good. Um, you know, Richard does a good job, and and that's uh, it's a good interview. So I will bring that to you as promised. The audio is good. He talks about a shakeup in the rotation, which we'll touch on here briefly as well, but a little bonus episode for you on this Tuesday. Again, I'm Michael Borky. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. And if you're listening in browser, we appreciate you, but don't do that. Pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Some basketball news. Uh, next time we talk, by the way, it'll be uh, some spring practice conversation. Uh, next time next time we talk, anyway, will be some spring practice conversation. But uh, some basketball news. Uh, according to Leon Taylor, who uh, covers Memphis for 24-7, I don't know Leon Taylor. I'm just going to take his word for it. Um, not surprised at this news, though. Uh, according to him, Matt Morell will not enter the transfer portal. Chris Beard has made him feel confident about the future of the program. Um, I've seen uh, that Jamin Brakefield went to practice with Chris Beard. I, I don't know um, what the status of that is. It sounds like people are are expecting him to return. But that's big news. Uh, Morell and... Breakfield, if he's able to you know pull it off and keep him around, uh, are good players that you can win with. Uh, in Morell's case, because apparently we know that he is returning. Um, in his case, he's been more potential than consistency. But I, I can't help but wonder if this is going to kind of go by way of maybe Terrence Davis, where I think a new coach, especially a better. Coach, honestly, let's just kind of call it how it is, uh, can unlock more potential because Matt Morell's got it in spades. He's got NBA potential. He just hasn't unlocked it yet and been consistent enough uh, to become that guy. Uh, Chris Beard, if anybody uh, can get that out of him, it is Chris Beard. So that's big news uh, for Ole Miss basketball, an encouraging thing. Uh, it's not just transfer portal. There was a few guys on the roster that were worth retaining, and uh, he got one of those, reportedly got one of those, and that is a uh, really, really good sign uh, for, for Chris Beard and what he's selling and what the players are buying because I think you can win with Matt Morrell. I think you can win a lot of basketball games with Matt Morrell with the right coaching, and I think he's got it. So uh, good, good news there. But we're here to talk about baseball. And Mike Bianco revealed his new rotation. Sonye will not be in the rotation. You might see him tonight against Southern Miss if you're going. Uh, but uh, he's changed that up. Quinn will go Sunday's. Rivas gets moved up a day. And Doherty is still going to go in game one of the series. Uh, I think it makes sense. It was a good decision. It's the right move. You cannot continue 
on Saturdays or game two in an SEC series with the production or lack thereof that you were getting. You can't continue on that road. You had to make adjustments. Uh, Is Quinn ready? We will see. I know the stuff looks like he has the potential of being a great pitcher. He's not there yet, and nor should he be. He's a freshman, but is he ready for this spot? We will have to see. Rivas earned that uh, promotion, if you want to call it that. And a shakeup needed to happen because offensively they were good enough to win two games this weekend, and they didn't. They should have won two games uh, this weekend, and they did not. So uh, a shakeup had to happen. It, it simply just uh, had to happen. And so Mike Bianco uh, going ahead and doing it now. And we'll see if that uh, leads to some wins in College Station this weekend. But in the meantime, let's get to Mike Bianco. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website if you're in the market for office technology and you are located anywhere in Mississippi. So if you or your business are in the market for office technology and you're located in the great state of Mississippi, ABSMS.com is the website. And if you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is. And they will find a solution for you on me. Again, Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Priority One Bank uh, makes you their priority with 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi. And look, if you just have an internet connection, their online banking is a one-stop shop. You don't need different apps to do different things like I did with my previous bank. It's more than just checking balances and transferring funds, it's bill payments, it's uh, alerts, and more. A one-stop shop in online banking with Priority One Bank. Also, they have local loan servicing, which is so important when you've been like me, as I tell you every time, where, where I had to deal with somebody multiple states over, and I had to talk to them on Zoom. Not with Priority One Bank. You talk to them face-to-face with local loan servicing and decision-making 16 locations across the state of Mississippi, Priority One Bank. All right, this is uh, Richard Cross and Mike Bianco. Uh, Yesterday, after Ole Miss got swept by Florida, he talks about uh, that, areas to improve, the new pitching rotation, mentality. He doesn't seem real stressed, uh, honestly. Um, You know, not all 0-6s are created equal, and I think this one in particular – Matt, you'll hear from Mike himself. How about that? Let Mike explain it to you uh, right now with Richard, and that will end the show. So we'll talk spring practice next time you hear from me. And uh, in the meantime, enjoy a uh, conversation with Mike Bianco. By Ole Miss head baseball coach Mike Bianco. And uh, Ole Miss coming off a, a weekend in which they lost all three games to the Florida Gators. And Coach, I'd love to start here. Last week when we talked, I think it was pretty clear that, that you weren't altogether pleased with the way your team had played in the road series against Vanderbilt. I know the real results were the same in that you lost all three games this weekend. I'm just curious if you feel differently about how your team played this weekend. Uh, great question. And, uh, you know, the answer is, yeah, I, th- I thought we competed better. You know, uh, you know, I think offensively, no doubt, you know, especially on Saturday in a doubleheader, uh, we played better, you know, um, against their, their arms. You know, they, they throw like Vanderbilt. There's, you know, three guys that, you know, come out. Uh, of the gates for for both you know teams that, that make you know life really hard for offenses and I thought we did a you know pretty good job 
you know, on Saturday against Sprout and against Waldrop. And, and you know, probably as good a job as anybody's done against them all year. Unfortunately, you know, on the pitching side, it's, it was a mixed bag where, you know, I thought we uh, put ourselves in position to win that, that first game where six – three with six outs remaining and we hand the ball off uh, to the bullpen and, and then can't finish the game and then almost the opposite in game two on Saturday uh, where you know we, we just don't do a good job you know at the beginning you know out of the shoot uh, give them too many runs and you know just you know not not enough to, to come back offensively you know Sunday again I thought we pitched it you know uh, you know better uh, from the start but then uh, again can't can't get off the field enough times and and so you know just not good enough not playing well enough but but I thought I thought we competed better I thought you know we we were in the games we had chances to win uh, at least two of the games and you know again didn't play well enough to do that but much better than we did the weekend before. You know, it's rare in college baseball where we see a, a legitimate two-way player that has the ability to affect the game. You, you had one of those guys several years ago in Stephen Head. You, you played against one in Brendan McKay at, at Louisville a few years ago. We were talking earlier today about a few other of those guys, but Jack Caglione for Florida. My, my goodness. I mean, I, I was thinking back to that first game. Gonzalez hit two balls as hard as you can hit them to first base and he makes incredible defensive plays, not to mention what he does with his bat and the arm. He, he's pretty unique, isn't he? Uh, without a doubt. You know, and, uh, you know, might be the, 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 the scariest offensive player that, you know, we, we've seen all year. You know, just uh, getting so many good swings off and, and really after facing them for, I don't know, maybe 15 at bat, still don't know, you know, what the weakness is. You know, where, you know, it's almost, you know, pick your poison and hope, hopefully you guess right, you know, at a certain time. But, you know, he handles the breaking ball, he handles the fastball away, he handles the fastball in, he handles changeups, uh, gets a lot of great swings off. And like you said, you know, nobody really talks about first base defense, but you know, he was a, a game changer for him on Saturday. You know, diving at first base in the four hole down the line, made some super plays, and then you know he starts on Sunday. And although uh, eight walks in which you know we had opportunities early to yeah. to get a lead, uh, you know, we we only get one hit off of him. Mitch Morrell. Um, I don't know what people expected from him going into the season. I'm not even sure what you expected from him. Has he surpassed your expectations in terms of what he's giving you out of the bullpen? You know, I, I always cringe when, when that question is asked, has he surpassed your expectations? We certainly thought he'd be a, a piece and a valuable piece to the bullpen. But to this point, you know, he, he's probably uh, been, you know, arguably the best piece of the bullpen. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's one of those guys that uh, has thrown the ball into the strike zone, which I think has you know, been the biggest difference for him this year. Uh, you know, because he's always had the stuff. He's always had a... You know, low to mid nineties fastball. He's always had a breaking ball and a changeup, but you know he's he's putting himself in bad counts this year. He's putting himself in much better counts, uh, and, and the breaking ball is is legit. And uh, you know, and, and the one of the great things about Mitch is he's able to bounce back. He you know he wants the ball every day, and and you know, thankfully you know for 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 that you know we've been able to give it to him because you know we've needed every bit of it. What did you think of Xavier Rivas yesterday and what he gave you? Uh, ends up going five and two-thirds, only gives up the uh, the two earned runs. I guess it was four runs total and through 98 pitches, I think. Yeah, really good, really good. Disappointed that, you know, usually we're better defensively and we, we drop a ball in the, in the outfield, uh, lose it in the sun. 
uh, and uh, you know we miss a ball at third base and you know, give up a couple unearned runs. Uh, and then with that, if if we don't do that and add to his pitch count, not only do you knock two runs off the board, but you know he he may get into the seventh. And uh, mm. you know I thought I thought he was really good and really his pitch. Uh, pretty stellar the last three weekends. I mean, uh, you know, going back to the Purdue weekend, uh, you know, and he really had a rough first inning against Nebraska up in Minneapolis. After that, he kind of, you know, pitched well against a very good Nebraska team. So he's been by far the most consistent starter of, of the three. What did you think about Jack uh, in in the first game of the doubleheader? He's facing off against Brandon Sprout, who's coming off an unbelievable performance a week ago. Did, did you feel like Jack kind of kind of gave you a chance and, and held his own? No doubt, no, no doubt about it. And I, you know, I, I, kind of the the performance that uh, you know you're, you're looking for out of Jack, and you know the cutter was much better. And uh, like I said, in that first game, I mean, we're six three uh, in the eighth, you know, with you know six outs to go with a three run lead. And you know, I think that's the thing that gets forgotten. And you know, it you know when you lose all three, it's easy to feel sorry for yourself and wallow in your sorrow. But you know, but uh, but the truth of the matter is, you know, that's a game you got to win. And, you know, if you win that, you know, maybe, you know, things are different either game two or game three. And, and Jack, you know, certainly starting off against a guy like Sprout that, you know, is throwing the ball 100 miles an hour, you know, and, uh, you know, offensively, like I said, I thought we had a terrific approach and, uh, you know, got him out of the game. And uh, that's what you want to do. And I think Jack matched up well against them. I know we talked last week about you know when when you have depth issues at a certain position in college baseball, it's not like you can go out and add somebody to your roster midseason. But you do have a couple of guys that are, are rehabbing and, and working toward. Can you give us any kind of an update on on progress for Hunter Elliott as he works his way back, and then maybe also Riley Maddox? Well, Hunter, you know, is, you know, on a throw, they're both on a throwing protocol, working their way back. Uh, doing great. Uh, you know, Hunter, you know, touched the mound today in a little short work. He's been, you know, long tossing and, um, and, 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 and kind of letting it, you know, go about every other day with a day off, you know, in between once a week. But he, uh, uh, he, 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 he looks really good, looks strong, looks healthy, spinning his breaking ball today. Uh, you know, change up, you know, everything looks really good. Uh, probably mid, mid April, you know, a few more weeks, you know, he's, he's got to get, you know, next week he'll start throwing full bullpens, uh, then I'll throw to some live hitters and then we'll see how that goes to where, you know, where does that, you know, fall, you know, into the schedule and when will he, you know, be able to start a game for us. Uh, Maddox threw today for the first time off the mound a hundred percent. You know, so kind of the, the Tommy John you know, throwing protocol, uh, it's really drawn out. And today, you know, he's been throwing off the mound, but today was the first day he was allowed to, to, to throw it a hundred percent. And he was up to 93 and felt good and looked good. And, you know, the movement is, you know, what it was last year. So he looks, you know, very similar, very healthy. Uh, he's, you know, he don't look for him to probably late April, early May. This week, uh, Southern Miss tomorrow night in Pearl, and uh, second time you've played them, and then you got to go on the road this weekend to uh, College Station. I, I guess kind of starting with tomorrow night, what, what's the plan on the mound? Is it one of those multiple guy nights, or uh, obviously you end up throwing multiple guys, but kind of what's the plan going in? Yeah, I think that's where we are on Tuesday. Is that you know you look to see a uh, you know bunch of guys throw, but we'll start with Sam Tekoyan. You know, Sam hasn't gotten a start yet, and uh, you know a guy that's pitched well out of the bullpen. You know, and he's had some rough spots as well. 
but he's a guy that you know, deserves one of these starts, and so he's going to get that tomorrow night. Uh, but you know, you'll see other guys that you know the normal bullpen guys that you'll you know, you've been accustomed to, and you know, switching up the rotation this weekend where we'll see uh, Jack again on Friday, but moving Revis to Saturday and starting JT Quinn on Sunday. So that that move puts Sonia into the bullpen, so Sonia could touch the the mound you know tomorrow, and probably will touch the the mound tomorrow. You know, out of uh, out of the bullpen. And then last thing, kind of a, a back against the wall type weekend for you and for Texas A and M to some degree. They come in at one and five, and, and you guys at zero and six. It feels like it could be a really high stakes weekend. Does does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But you know, I also look at it as there's eighty percent of the conference games left, and you guys like to talk about backs <laughs> against the wall and you know, you know, make or break weekends. And I think that's you know, the, you know, every coach I would imagine you ever ask that question to cringes when somebody asks them that question. We, we got to take care of tomorrow night. Once tomorrow night's taken care of, we we need to worry about Friday night. I, I don't know about make or break. I think there's a lot of games left. We just need to start playing a little better baseball. Maybe just an important weekend. How about that? And I think they're all important, but you're right. Yeah, that's the most important because it's the next weekend. Mike, thanks as always for your time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.